Are you ready? Yeah, you might as well. It's the podcast about rugby, and joining me today, um, your host Adam, is Matt. How are you, Matt? Ah, I'm not too bad. I'm chilled. Nice, quiet one year. Nice. Yeah. I've just seen the highlight of Rudolph um, <laughs> ragdolling Yankees into the board. Such so a stupid. so oh, stupid. Oh no, it's next next level foolish. It's like, them... like why? Anyway, we'll we'll yeah. probably talk. Yeah, we will discuss it. We'll discuss it. Yeah, I was like really ra- like ragdoll masters. That old PC game for all the the Gen Z kids out there. Uh, ben is coming. He's just running a bit late. As we said last week, his life is a beach, so he is just rocking up Isn't a little on, bit late. Uh, at, yeah. Isn't he on antibiotics or something? Did he need post today? Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, that's right. Because he just parties too hard. Yeah. Because his life is a beach. That's yeah. just Jamie, the, the, the theme that I get. Uh, Alex won't be joining us. He's I, think actually I, got, going I think I heard a very be... faint hello there. Hello? Are you there? No. The lesser spotted Ben didn't hear anything. Sorry, I thought I heard... Oh, a... He'll probably, probably appear out of nowhere. Um, but yes, as I said, Alex, he, he's not here. He's actually going to be away um, for a bit of a sabbatical like me. No, he is not having another child, <laughs> thank God. Um, but yes, a combination of work, a holiday, and also his kid crawling all over the place. Yeah. We'll, we'll be seeing Alex just t- taking like, quite a few weeks off, I think, like four, five, six, something like that. Because, yeah. um, you know, he works super hard for the city of Cape Town. Though I, I really don't really know what he actually does. Like he's like Chandler from Friends. Nobody really knows what he does. Does okay, you know. Apparently makes a difference, but but it's unknown. Something like that. Do you know what what he does? He's in Alex. policy. They review policy. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think, I think Chandler I Chandler is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, because I mean policy. Nobody really enacts policy. To yeah. be fair, that's just that's that's just how it goes. Hello. Uh, and you said yeah, you said you chilled though. Your Cape Town life? Yeah, um, yeah. Right. So I've been in George for the last week, actually. Oh, like just seeing, seeing, seeing the tomorrow. family. Yeah, but heading uh, back to Cape Town. Uh, no. how, how, how is the hearts of Ozenikwa? No, Ozenikwa Mountains. Not bad. Chill. No. Yeah. yeah, I heard it again. George is. <laughs> we'll see when he, well, when he comes with the comes on so um, amongst the news um there's super happy unlocked as we discussed there is no letter slow seven taking place uh, there's no barbarians game either uh the barbarians weren't drinking and they all got COVID. jesus christ so the game against, <laughs> the game against england got, got called off. hey look uh, people in south africa i think are beginning to take this COVID vibe way too not seriously seeing pictures of exit clubs having a good time zero yeah. social distancing zero masks uh, and then there's suddenly there's been rumors today, uh, this this Monday, that uh, a lockdown might be coming again. Um, yeah. So we shall see. As long as it doesn't interrupt the December holidays, uh, they can bring it on in January. Please. That's the best time to do it. Oh, there he is. There he is. The time's a charm. I, I heard that hello. Hello, Ben. Oh, no, I think he just got dunked. Out. Uh, is he playing hide and seek with us? Okay, we're just going to have to wait until he does a hard interrupt. Yeah. That's all. Um, so also Exeter, crown champions of Europe. They they beat Racing ninety two. 
as well. I, I know there's other Super Rugby Unlocked news in terms of injuries and the like. Chasing the Sun, the latest episode four is out. I have not had a chance to watch it. Have you watched it? Still not watched it. I'm, I'm still behind. But yeah, I think I'm going to binge all five in one day and then just weep openly. Oh, oh yeah, that's great, though. That's great. Uh, that's a pretty good yeah. strategy. I've heard good things. It's the Japan game, episode four of five. So that's, and it's the, um, the messages in the group are very interesting. A lot of people said the game is a lot closer than they remembered, which is true. I, I felt that, I mean, after the New Zealand game, it was our toughest game of the tournament. Like yeah. Japan were all over to the first half. Our defense held and beast in the balance of play probably should have gotten a red card yeah for that tackle. tip tackle oh. yeah like if he if he'd been red card do you think South Africa would have won um maybe I mean but he did do a lot so I don't know like also no he might not have we might not have won like that would have thrown yeah. like I think with uh, like it was a close game but like it felt like a foregone conclusion for me still but I think sure. if he got if he got sent off it wouldn't have been a foregone conclusion i think we still would have won but no. it would have been like a 50 50 maybe yeah the, the big issue was i mean you would have had to take off a backline player for a prop or yeah. like lucy for a prop or would have screwed up our defensive system yeah um which the japanese maybe would have exploited but thankfully that did not happen so thank you wayne barnes if I remember correctly he was uh, the referee for that game um, but yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to watching it. I've seen pictures of fuck, but the, the the chat in the group is is exciting. Yeah. Um, so I guess let's move on to. I'll just quickly. I'll just quickly see that yes. that's cancelled Barbarians game. So do you know what, how much yeah. they're predicting in the loss of revenue? Um, well, I just see the the so British this, love revenue. So this is the RFU. This is how much revenue do you think they how much revenue they're predicting to have uh, lost? Lost. Okay, well, I know they get like, I could be talking out my bum here, but two million pounds just from attendance figures. Well, took they wouldn't a have attendance because okay, I don't think they're like people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's say four million? Because no. maybe TV rights or... And nope. Stuff. There's oh, a no. RFU Hello? is predicting... Can anyone hear me? There, there, there we hear yeah. that. We can hear you. You're very quiet, Ben. No, we can hear you. Yeah, we've been false dawning the whole time. Can you hear us? Okay. Can you hear me at all? I can hear yeah. you perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can hear you, you quite. We've been hearing you. We've been hearing your muffled hellos. But Hello, is it being quiet? very polite. But am I better now? Because maybe it's yes. just picking up the computer audio. There, yeah, yeah we, we were now. worrying. We were worried that it was the antibiotics because you've been partying too hard because your life no, is a beach. No, well, I was sort of partying too hard. I managed to. I went to a wedding and then I cut my Jeez. finger open and oh, I need Jesus, to go get stitches. Jesus, so you got stitches. like tetanus. See, yeah, that well, is no, partying yeah, too. I had to have a tetanus injection everything. It was pretty crazy. Well done, Ben. Well done. Yes. That, that, that's, that's a Matt, Matt and career Crikey. level injury. Congrats. Yeah, yeah like, you're, you're living life to the full. Take your, because Matt's been chilling hard in George. Someone's got to live life to the full. Right now. Yeah, like maybe it was just like I just felt the need to like stab myself in the finger. Yeah, what did you stab <laughs> it on out of curiosity? My, my, own little, my own little pocket knife thing that's connected to my key rings. I was trying uh, to punch uh, a hole. I was, I, no, I was trying to punch a hole in a can to... Um, do a shotgun. No, no. To, no, no. It was like a, a soup can to tie to the back of the bride and groom's car. Ah, smart. Yeah. And then I um, 
my pocket knife like the blade just folded in and it just sure cut oh. me properly huh? yeah that can uh, that i can just picture it yeah so uh so i couldn't play golf on sunday and yeah, i've got a like the bandage thing on my hand is pretty Fuck. but anyway Jeez. i'm on because i because i went to the hospital i got like antibiotics and tetanus and yeah you know i got treated properly Jeez, like okay for a pocket knife yeah shit that's impressive. Yeah, sorry, Matt. Ben, do you Matt want to... was just about to tell us how much money England lost. The RFU to, because uh, of the Barbarians party are projecting to lose in revenue. Yeah. How, do you want to give a figure, quick, Ben? I heard you guys talking. Were you saying four million, or were you guessing? That was my. That was my guess. guessing. No, no, they they were definitely over exaggerated to more than four million. I'd say twenty-five million. Both pounds. of you are. Far too conservative. RFU are predicting that they've what? that they've lost sixty million pounds because of this game. In what? In TV? No. That just yeah. says loss in revenue. Know. Predicted sixty no, million loss. In revenue. So they they no, are going to run a full investigation because they are likely going to reprimand Stoop. the twelve guys for disrepute. Is the charge the disciplinary charge they can hold them up on? Apparently. No, I think they're still. I think they're still talking crap. Yeah. Sixty million for Barbarians game with no crowd. Yeah, no, but, 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 but doesn't doesn't the whole of RFU only make four hundred million? Well, only makes four hundred million a year. Yeah, fuck no. So, so they've also and that was, maybe you know, no, part of the sixty million is what the the bailout part of the bailout that they wanted to beg from the government, which they now know they're likely not to see because their players can't be trusted. Because it's essentially, I think it's like all English players, because it's like Saracens players that were the ones Sorry, that left can, the bubble. Can you, can you hear me better now? I pressed the button and I think it should fix everything. Huh? Still you much of a muchness, good. yeah, but you sound good. Really? Because, oh, fuck, if I'm... There, 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 that's good. That, no, fuck was, that fuck was the clearest yeah. thing. <laughs> okay, so is, is it better now? Yeah, there's good. Yes. Okay. Um, but I, okay, I just threatened threaten my headset with buying a new one. There we go. It fixed it that's us. That's how um, electronics work. Hey, so, so just some details about that. The barbarians, the women's who are playing, and this is from Sport 24, and I assume they stole it from someone else. You never know. Uh, the barbarians, the men's who are playing England on Sunday. The squad broke broke COVID-19 protocols to go drinking. They say I paint the town read the story, but they want to go dopping, which is what the barbarians are about. So that forced the game to be called off because no replacement players were available to comply with COVID regulations. <laughs> a video has emerged on social media of a number of players drinking at a local pub in London and 12 members in total said to have left their hotel bubble, including former captain Chris Robshaw. Yeah, that's people, the biggest We took to Twitter to apologize. Uh, and Robshaw said, I want to express my deepest apologies to Barbarians and England and the Rabbi family for letting it down this week. I understand my actions have led to the cancellation of Sunday's match. Others to apologize for former England win sorry, Ireland wing Fergus McFadden, as well as English scrum half Richard Wigglesworth, also apologise for fans. So I just wanted to see this video. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah those, very little social distancing. Yeah, and but looks was, like yeah, the, the big uh, issue is that they left the bubble. Um, I think Clive Woodward tore into them and called them absolutely stupid and all sorts of things. Good <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, long statements. Oh, that's, yeah, ridiculously uh, stupid. Not to misquote Clive Woodward there, sorry. Yeah. Why, why didn't they just get hammered in the hotel? 
Well, that's you know, the thing. It gets abused a bit. It's so stupid because also it's not first time guys. Like read the, like you're looking at the names you read. Those are all guys who've been around. I think you're more likely to break protocol if because to them the barbarians is probably cool, but it's really nothing like. Yeah. So this was supposed to be like Rob Shaw's farewell game before he goes off to play for San Diego Legion next year for the next two seasons and call it quits on his career so this was supposed uh, to be his like international test goodbye and he pissed that away yeah so Maitland was there too Kiwi uh, Kiwi Scott as well Whoa. so yeah why, why uh, Randy, uh, I assume he wasn't selected I haven't well, seen this guy I thought he was one of their better players uh, uh, they picked Van der Merwe now, so he might be the new, the new, the new hype player. Yeah. Did anyone watch the, that Scotland Georgia game? I didn't get around to it. No. Uh, I flicked to it and Scotland were just hammering Georgia, and then I thought that's not something I want to watch. So no, I, just fair. Watch it. I mean, fair. Yeah, there was Six Nations action. Um, was it six was it officially six nations or was it friendlies so it, I friendly think, no i think the oh, okay. the france wales game it, is technically a six nations game. the french uh, wales game was one of the wales. games one of the games this weekend was six nations no i, I think ireland ireland is six oh it's ireland italy the the remember it was pretty much the first game to get called off because of COVID. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Yeah. And then uh, okay. in, um, Wales lost to France, 38-21. And that was, I think, just a warm-up game. And the Barbarians is meant to be a warm-up game for England. So, uh, yeah. France looked good, actually. I liked front the French. Maybe, maybe the sixty million projection is that England won't be able to, you know, they won't be, you know, well, they won't be sufficiently warmed up now, so then they'll somehow lose their, and then they'll come fourth in Six Nations, get relegated, you know, like the sixty million incorporates the decline of English rugby over the next four years. Possibly, and it's all Saracens' well, fault. We can blame yeah, Saracens. Yeah, it's all all about fin- financial projections um just a quick one about france i just know that their junior teams have been doing well in the mm. last few years making semi-finals or finals of the under 20 or i think it's 21 oh, no, they, world they championships won it, won it twice in a row now ah yeah. well there you go That's, so I, i'm looking forward to the next world cup That's, we're assuming yeah, by then well, the world will be normal squidge made the the comment the yeah. he put his cards on the tafel if yeah. you want oh, oh. Like and he said that he thinks France can win the next World Cup. Yeah, because I mean, he so. says I think besides the All Blacks, the French are the only, are the next sort of team just backing all their youngsters right now. Are the All Blacks mm. backing all no. the youngsters? I don't think so. No, don't I think really, uh, we, Caleb Clark isn't all the youngsters. I think. Well, Tupo Vai got backed, but that's yeah, and like Austrian substitute, but there's I mean they they still haven't given Will Jordan a cap yet. There's still hope for someone do, else. Do you know who? Do you know who was backing? Um, backing. Well, not necessarily youngsters, but just backing unexpected oaks was Phil in his book barometer. Yo, uh, I actually, <laughs> actually, I, actually I don't know. It, to be honest, so. It's not that far off. I, 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 
I, I think I think they're more cubes than sharks in that team. They are. No, they are. They, I think they're no sharks. So, I think there's zero so, sharks. It's all it's all pumas. Which no, I think. Phil loves a wager. Ooh, here we are. Hey, the, the, the pumas are the pumas are performing. Like... No, that's the thing. They are. The... Well, look, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that we now. now. Discuss that later, yeah, because they definitely are the fourteen. So, yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just want to make sure we've gotten through the rest of the news here. Uh, Jacob Umanga, who I think is the nephew of Tano Umanga, as we've been told at nauseam, he's been called up into the England team to play in the Six Nations, by the looks of it. Um, let's see here. Barbarians cancelled. Let's see here. Jonathan Joseph, Farrell, Furbank, Woody Hines, Ollie Lawrence. Just trying to think of any other names that stick out here. Tom Curry, Tom Dunn, lots of Toms. Carl Sinclair. Oh, okay, just the England team. Just the Six Nations game is Italy versus England in Rome. That's on Friday, I believe. That's a quarter to seven. Uh, then they've got the Autumn Nations Cup coming up on November 14, 21, 28, and 6th. Those are all the England fixtures. Yeah, so so it's like one round of. That is it. It's one round of six nations left, isn't it? Or two? But but it's the six nations somehow yeah. part of the autumn nations cup. Yeah, so I think the first round no. of like are, yes. they, is, are they playing separate? Because I think it's like yeah. I think, I think it's, it's like our, I thought it was supposed to be like our Super Rugby Mzanzi and Curry Cup are just two separate entities, but uh, also one I, constant. I, 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 was, I was about to say, but that would explain the like weirdly proportioned pools if that was the case oh true yeah because those are the guys who need to play quickly or whatever still yeah could be yeah um it's good that we have a rugby podcast and we literally know nothing about what's happening in the northern hemisphere i mean we know they exist how's that yeah we're aware they're there Um, which is i think a lot better than some of them do you know who in the southern hemisphere knows a lot about what's happening in rugby in the northern hemisphere? The cheaters, because they are reportedly eyeing a new tournament in Russia. And we speculated, speculated about this last week, but that tournament might include teams from Georgia and Germany. The, the Bloemfontein-based franchise against 44. Uh, they were kicked out of Pro 14. They were looking at America, but according to reports, which is probably the best rugby reporting in the country of Afghans, the Russian route is the most option for the cheaters, uh, so they can qualify for the European Champions Cup. But a source told the report that it will take some time before the cheaters yeah. can make a decision on their on their future. I, I, I like Alex's theory that he discussed last pod because I mm. you know, listened to the pod. Um, that of them doing like a bit of a you remember that lines the lines did that lines challenge thing or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Oh, those, yeah, like, dark, those are dark days. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but but I, I think I think they they better off doing something like that, like the then tying the themselves challenge. to like the ruble. Yeah, like like I, I don't think I, I I think they to be honest the cheaters and I think they're showing it they're worth more than the Russian league. Yeah, definitely. Like, like they're a good, they're a good team. So I, yeah, I reckon if they banded together with something like. Because even though I think the the Pumas, despite me going quite hard on them a few episodes ago, are actually turned out to be quite a quality side. So I mean, Pumas, Griquas, mm. Namibia national side, Kenyan national side. You know, suddenly you're looking at quite a quite a handy little tournament there. Yeah. No, it's like, like a... you call it call it Super Africa or something like. Yeah. You know, it would be. 
it's probably you know it's probably not gonna like i don't think we should pitch this as like a super rugby level tournament but good yeah. work i like it but yeah shame mm. i think because like, mm. i kind of feel for the cheetahs because definitely well, I SM, guess... super rugby track. oh do you want to before we look at the games do you do you mm. want to try and guess someone posted a most uh all-time most capped 15 do you two try and want to try and guess through it? Uh, but I don't think I know. Which New Zealand profit was it? Franks or Woodcock? Okay, well, we're cap. looking at one thousand eight hundred and forty-four total caps in the squad. Okay. Jesus. Okay, well, look, yeah. Carusi will be in there. Okay, well, Definitely. let's start. Let's start at one. Eight. Let's start at one. Lou said. Uh, I know. Don't would ask me about Lucy. Would it be Beast? I'll be no, Beast as a few. Beast is close, but that's not Beast. Um, is it Woodcock? No. Kath no. and Jenkins. Oh, well, he's wild. Ah, okay, we should have known that. So this okay, is all, this is all to celebrate. Alan Wynn Jones obviously getting the record this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, 148. Yeah, I know that much. Yeah, so um, that, there's a freebie for you in, at four. Yeah, then John, John Smith? No, no. no. Uh, Ooh, Rory, that's a good Rory guess. Best? No, I think no. Southern Hemisphere, though. Good guess at Southern Hemisphere. Um, oh, Stephen Moore. No. Kevin Mialamu on 132. Ah, ah yes. <sighs> no, only 102. 132, 32. <laughs> Oh, okay, he's fine. that sort of oak who'll just pick up and pick up some clam right view and he's 50. Yeah. No, but he, like he, he played a lot of the bench as well, which I think is a sneaky key to getting a lot of caps. Okay, mm. tight head, very low figure of 119. Woodcock? <laughs> <laughs> Adam's just going to guess 1 to 15. Woodcock? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are the frags? No, 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 they don't have that many. Um, da, 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 da. I don't know. Jason Leonard. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, that's fair. In, in for England. For England, in, yeah. Indeed, he's and a lion. So yeah, four is Adam and Jones. Yeah, so they count. By the looks of it, they're counting England and lion. It's because Wales and lions. And that makes sense. They're counting. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's that makes enough. sense. That's fair enough. Four, we've got Alan and Jones. Five. Five. Um, Matfield, yeah, I think. Matfield at 127. Six. Um, let's try to think. McCaw was you No, what well, McCaw? It's Northern is, Hemisphere list, and McCaw's on. McCaw's a seven. Yeah. Um, No, he. No. A lot. Um. Do, do, I don't know. You're barking up almost the right tree there. Uh. Alessandro Italy. Zani for Italy at 119. Uh, uh, no Sounds like France, Italy. <laughs> no, fuck. I wouldn't have got that. And then Parise, I assume. Yeah, Parise at 8 and McCaw at, at 7. So McCaw's obviously no. rec, uh, 148 with Alan Jones. So Alan mm-hmm. Jones, if he gets one more, he's the most capped professional yeah. player. Uh, 9. 9, Gregan. Gregan, yeah, by 139. 10? Yes, a lot of games. Uh, that would be interesting because it's a lot of last long. Um, is it Wilkinson? more than 100? Is no, it more than 100? Yeah. 
significantly. It's just shy of Gregan's 139. Jeez. Um, it's not Larkham. No. I think he played 100 tests. Northern, it's not. We're not looking north. Kara? No. Uh, I think, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, they're in a South African flight, that's for sure. I'm trying to think of a very given Wilkinson for England. Uh, oh! Damn it, man. What's his name? Last I was going to say Johnny Sexton. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Ronan Ogura. Oh, oh, that's who I was oh, thinking about. You're basically thinking about. With that with Johnny Sexton. You can have all. Yeah, yeah. I was close. Okay, oh. let's see. 11. Yeah. A no, they don't have a banner yet. 11. They have him at 14. Oh, well, that's oh, stupid. A banner's an 11. Yeah, agree. Adam Ashley Cooper at 11. Oh. But he's not in the eleven. He's so much more performing. So they just switched the wings. Maybe, maybe in England the wings play the other way around, like we play our six and sevens backwards. <laughs> okay, uh, um, twelve. You're not gonna get. Uh, I was gonna say the Villiers, just from a South African perspective. Um, not ghetto. He's played ninety odd. No. Um, not a true. He's sitting on a thirty. Is he thirty? Thirty. Had one hundred and forty-one. So. At number 12, sitting on 124 caps. Florin Vlaiku of Romania. Oh, uh, no. I'm going to go to tier 2, then definitely not. That's a lot. Jeez, for a tier 2 nation. He yeah. must have played from when he was like 18 to 40. Yeah, so Brian oh, O'Driscoll, 141. Nation, Brian O'Banner, 124. And then 15. Percy? Uh, uh, Percy? No, no. 15. So I think uh, the least cap player on this list. <laughs> Yeah, Percy had like just over 100. Uh, Percy, I think, had 115 or something. Like, I think he was oh. right on there. I'm just trying to think of which nation had a fullback that played forever. You, uh, it's not New Zealand. Tier two. It's not New Zealand. They're back. Oh, tier, tier two. two. No, 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 no. It's uh, Russian. Yuri Kushner. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, good. I think he's yeah. I think he's still. Pl- there are few that are still playing. So I think he is one of the ones that are still playing. So he's. Oh, uh, that'll, be, yeah. that'll be great if he took Alan Jones's record. <laughs> just this Russian that just plays until he's like late sixties, just <laughs> racking up like two hundred plus caps. I, I, I thought um, I told you guys I follow Club Rugby Luxembourg on Facebook. Yes, you often <laughs> post it's, it's their honestly... ads looking for pl- players to come. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's great banter. But they had a guy who debuted for Luxembourg at age 50. I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was a prop, actually, man. No, no, no. My man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's young for a prop. He's matured in. <laughs> he was in his prime. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Well, thank, thanks, Matt. That was actually quite a good exercise. Yeah. We weren't total garbage. Um, appreciate it. We, we, we but, but that's. Well, yeah, but I, I don't, once again, for people who host the rugby podcast. I wouldn't. Look, um, the only reason I got. I, I, I sounded like I had any authorities because I had the list in front of me. I would have kept quiet for 1 to 15. I wouldn't even have been able to guess. <laughs> you you um, probably would have right. for both props, though. Yeah, true. I would have called Woodcock <laughs> once and then called it a day. Yeah. Double down. Uh, you know, there's double down and some actual rugby on the field. Uh, we'll, we'll leave Phil's bot barometer after the two games. One game, unfortunately, Lions Cheetahs got cancelled because there was a COVID outbreak. Because now, yeah, obviously, they're counting this. 
this game is now counts as a buy or whatever for them, right? Tournament wise, what does this count? Because Contextual. they should follow the No no no, it's it's postponed. So it's, it's postponed, just okay. Nothing. So they they're gonna effectively play their week three match and week eight or whatever it'll be. Okay, no, because no, because I'm just saying they should have gone Northern Hemisphere and Premiership. Where if you can't feel the team because of COVID you lost the game 20-0 on paper. Moving. Oh, so you're saying the li the Lions should have forfeited this issue? The Lions should have forfeited a 20-0 loss. I think that, to be honest, I that's think that's good enough. I wanted to argue with you, but that's not unreasonable. But it, oh, do you think England beat the Barbarians 20-0? Well, that, that, <laughs> so that's what would that's what almost happened to Exeter, not this week, last week. When they kept, when they had to play that semi, two weeks ago. Sorry. I, I I won't I won't lie. Obviously, you know, dead pandemic and all of that. But COVID does add a nice level of intrigue to sport. Eh? It really does, because I mean, this weekend we almost didn't see Exeter play. We saw the Bears play the. We almost saw the Bears play the final because Exeter still well, had no. like ten positive cases. No, but Exeter weren't in doubt. I thought Wasps were the ones. Oh, Wasps. Sorry. Fuck, I'm confusing the two. Wasps, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but, um, so, um, yes, that's... The, the, the circumstances around this COVID outbreak are still a bit of a mystery to me. Because if it happened on... It's a bit yeah, weird. But, but to me, it seems like it was the Lions' fault as well. It was the Lions' fault. Like... It was Bergen Woodendall. Like we, can, we can straight up blame Bergen, Bergen Woodendall got it. Because uh, he's, I think he's the only, uh, no, actually, Alberts must had it, and they pulled Alberts early, and then they played the game against the Stormers, and then after the Stormers game, they, like, said, like, we've got nine cases, we've got nine positives, and I think Bergen and someone else got pulled, more, two players in the squad, in the starting 15. Yako, Yako Creo got pulled. Yeah, Yako and because and then junties, but then junties, they well they said now I'm in doubt, but they said that was a cough strain. Yeah, that was a cough. Well, I saw him at practice, so I would assume it, they would have not let him at practice if it was COVID positive. Yeah. And I say, and my guess is it's Burger Woodendale because they, um, Scarra wasn't allowed to play and Kitsov wasn't allowed to play, because they they both came into contact with the Lions player who tested positive while playing and it only makes sense that it is a backline player because if it was a forward the entire pack would be off. It's mm, true. Surely more people, especially the way Burger Odendal plays. Like. Yeah, that's the thing, Like, it's a weird one. So unless, yeah, because they, they say they had their health specialist like review the footage of the match and like mark down which players came into contact with the oh, Maybe zero, it was only if you were like face to face with him or whatever yeah tackled him and tackled him up front or something or jack or, or tackled him down and stole the ball off him if you've got a turnover because then you're lying on top of him oh, which tracks know. for like kids off at least yeah but also like it doesn't seem there's their proper sort of bubbles in place with the no, there really team. isn't but it's also so impossible it's to do a proper bubble I'm, because the support but i'm stuff, guessing they i'm guessing they just do very thorough testing 
Yeah, you've just got to constantly test, like at least every two days. Yeah, so they, these oaks are getting tested like twice a day or whatever, I'm guessing. Yeah, or at least, I think, not as rough as twice a day, but definitely fairly regularly. I don't know. I don't, I don't see the need of these people, you know, as a, as a 31-year-old with a child. <laughs> am I 31 or am I 30? Fuck. 31. Fucking children. Um, so, chatting about okay, rugby on the field, it. the uh, Pumas should have beaten the Stormers, but they got screwed. By a forward pass. And also, oh. the Stormers never said I did that's the thing like the forward pass is inconclusive I've, i want to as as a as a never say die pumas fan you know as i've always as i've always been i mean i've got a west. i'm taking my western province jersey back to cape town with me but still this is the storm is different union um yeah the pumas like you can't call that part like it's in i think the pass is inconclusive because everyone's now obviously doing that thing. Oh, look how the ball traveled forwards! But you can't see the hands at the, at the moment of the pass. Like the hands are blocked. No, but the... also if the ball travels forward, that, but it's like more than it's very common. Like no, I have no idea how fucking forward pass works. It's essentially if your hands are pointing backwards when you let go of the ball, then no, it's but hard. not because because if it's like super windy or whatever, and you just fucking like drift right into the wind and let it go forward, that doesn't count. That's forward. Not necessarily. If you can show that you propel, because essentially, uh, what someone actually posted on the Facebook group that they should just start feeding an AI, just like all the data and that, so it can like project and like show you with the wind and or with the with the momentum of the player running forward where projected is the line for where forward pass would go. Oh, sort of like DRS. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, which I thought is cool, and then obviously, glance like. Fuck, I bet this dude's an actuary or something that he's immediately thought of, ah, oh, we should teach an AI. Do, do you know, considering there only need to be like four actuaries in the world, we know a fuckload of actuaries. Like half, half of our fantasy leagues are actu- actuaries, and they're the bottom of the no, fantasy that's when you, league. That's when, you, that's when you know you play fantasy on higher grade, when half the league is actuaries, and then Adam's involved somehow. Yeah, yeah but Ben, good. let's also, we're playing in opposite land, because... Adam's sitting on the top of the log and one of the actuaries is sitting no, at the bullshit. bottom. Like, like, like four actuaries at the bottom and Ben who literally like invented the league. Are you also are you also pulling a classic Ben at the classic I'm, Adam at the bottom? I'm, I'm second for, I'm really bad at salary league because I like <laughs> to take risks, but it doesn't reward you in, in like salary league. Like salary league, you just gotta play the numbers. Well I I yeah, I took I took a massive risk and stacked my fucking team full of cheaters this weekend. Which, Pat, which yeah, in they, the end played out because yeah, their fucking dude, averages are so good. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I was like, like great averages. Yeah, Speckman and, and I pulled in Jasper Visser for just for this weekend. You know, like a one-week special, fucking shot me through the roof because he also has like an excellent average. You, you, you mean Jasper Visser, uh, the poor man's? Um, you mean Jasper Visser? Uh, the rich man's Dwayne Vermeulen. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the, you know, I hear, I hear he has a brother who played a few games for Stormers. Yeah. Jesus, Ant, Ant is, uh, but Ant forgot to do trades, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he forgot to trade, and he's still only, like, I still only, like, just beat him. That's how bad my week was. 
Um, so, yeah, just on, on the game. This game Jean, was fun to watch. Jean, I enjoyed this. Yeah, no, it was a good game. Jean de Rudolph, ex, well, current Bulls, soon-to-be cheaters. Uh, he had a great game. Um, but unfortunately, as, as we discussed, Matt, in the beginning, got a very stupid yellow card, ragdolling Herschel Yankees into, into a sideboard, which is um, very stupid. He, he was excellent. So was Wayne van der Bank. He was very good as well. The the Pumas 10 was very nice. You know, they play a good style of rugby, yeah. Pumas. One way or the other, they're exciting. It's that they lost to the good... as well. Yeah. Uh, and even Neil Moritz has been great as well. Yeah, um, Eddie. Well, he dislocated his hip. That's an old man's injury, eh? He, he's an he's an old twenty-three. He's a fucking ancient twenty-three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm just. Do you have any further comments on the game? The Stormers were looking very far. Stephen Kitsoff, he got pulled. They, um, like the Stormers just didn't look. Uh, yeah, sort of later on they woke up a bit, but like yeah, they really didn't deserve to, to win the game. Tim no, Swill like, was like Tim Swill was interesting. Actually, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna, let me let me say that he was interesting. That they pulled him out of essentially limbo, and he didn't do he didn't look worse than Damon Vilimsa has in the previous two games or previous games. Sorry, they didn't play the first week. I've said this before. I think Vilimsa is a 15. I won't, I won't beat that drum again. They should have someone at at, uh, at 10, someone else. I know they um, had was it was a GPC at 13, but of a card horse. I like 12. Um, Pretorius, actually, he's interesting. Mm, he had a good so, that, that shame, yeah. That uh, that kick down try of his early was actually quite deep. Mm, quite deep. Uh, Rickus, Rickus is a one to watch. But, I mean, physically, I like the size of him as well. The build and he, he, quite lanky guy mm. in the way it's like his steps, but he's a bit of a dual threat as well. Because mm. I feel if you because to me, he's as abrasive as somewhere someone like Esther Hazen or um. Mm. Mm. Or Burger Ordendal, you know, now he's got poison damage as well. <laughs> and, um, you, you, you know, Burger but also, team also like he's, he seems yep. to, like, South African rugby hasn't seemed to bred, have bred out like a bit of a handling game from him, which is good. Mm. Yeah. Um, Bongi, Bongi and Manambi, he had a very good game um, uh, as well, actually, amongst the Stormers. Sure. France... Will, will Bongi ever stop peaking? Like, no. Bongi thrives on just being like the most dangerous Bungie. player on the field. God, he's just so physical. I mean, he, he said that in Chasing the Sun. He's just an abrasive like, to play against. Probably not fun, but he just keeps coming at you. Um, I was just trying to think of the principal here about Instagram find looking great, eh? I don't know. It, it wasn't, didn't appear to be enjoying the null spread heat. Mm, but I think also, yeah, sure. I think Franz well, Malover was just miss, missing having his ginger friend with him as well. That's true. Uh, props, brothers in arms. Um, before we move on, i got to bounce soon. Okay, any, any further comments on, on the wall? Oh, Speckman had a good game. Not Speckman, sorry. Uh, Holland, Roy Holland. He had, he had quite yeah, a good he, game. He's, he's doing... Also, he's, uh, he's actually... But I wonder now, because now... Getting Holland to sort of force Willemse to play. You know, 10. he doesn't have a, a bailout. Mm. Yeah, he like has to you play, play 10. ten or you drop, mate. Like, yeah. Also, they both 15s were good because uh, Devin Williams wasn't bad either for the Pumas. I mean, mm. the one charge down the side, which I think was, as I said, was actually more from a shit pass that he got late. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, sorry, I was going to make a remark. I just hope with Willem so that he doesn't end up becoming um, the next like Greenwood boss. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say the next more. I was gonna say the next morning stain. There's one stain way back in the early days. I'm looking like, forward to ten years of Willemse if he's the next morning stain. Uh, he he was oh. actually a good running fly half in, in his very early days, and then he got bullified, and then it was turned into a kicking oh. machine. No, I mean, I don't really think. I think the Bulls ran like played some more exciting rugby than people. Because you know, people sort of, especially time, you sort of condense everything down to its essence. And yes, in his essence, he was a tactical kicker essentially. But he also like there were some good little breaks and stuff in that in this time. Derek Hochard was a, a classic Bulls fly off, like more next day. Oh, Adam sounded wistful the, there, Ben. I, no, no I just think I remember before the 2007 World Cup when South Africa was. Sh- no, it was 2003 when South Africa was super shit and they announced the squad at the Super Sports Show. Um, I think they held it outside Pretoria University or something like that. Oh, is that the um, one where they like, walked the catwalk over the pool? Sit- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they see everybody assumed Liffling was going to save the day. Um, soon to be flattened by, um, it's not Pat Lamb, Brian Lima, the chiropractor. got absolutely smashed. Um, <laughs> Who, who was it? Was it Leaflin, who who just like dropped the ball at, and then pretended he was like going for a drop call from like his own twenty-two or some shit? I mean that tracks. Yeah, oh, that definitely tracks. Um, quickly, let's move on to I guess talking about tracking. The Bulls finally tracked up, showing the form that they showed at Superhero Sunday, uh, um, pumping the Sharks. I think the Sharks well, look like shit. I'm, I'm beginning to think. No, it was Bulls. Greek was gave the Bulls trouble. Huh? Yeah, Bulls. Greek was their, tra- their struggle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the Sharks just didn't they, they fuck up the there, Sharks like... as well at Super Rugby or at Super Euro Saturday? Yeah, they, that's fine. They've given just, them yeah, like they're... they've given them like a hundred points in the last two games. It's great. Oh, God. Yeah, because I think um, it's I think this is actually more the Sharks flubbing it than the Bulls. Yeah, I'm just looking at the one of the Bulls' last try on the range. Jeez, the Sharks' defensive line is so narrow. It's like Cracky Moses. It's like everybody's yeah, just chasing off the ball. Was the last try an intercept? What, no, I mean the last last try for the. Oh, you're right. Actually, the second last try. Who threw it? Um, kicked, gathered. Oh, uh, right. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, the Bulls were like, Miriam was very good, Jason Jenkins, he's definitely going to pique um, Jacques Niemann-Arbe's interest at lock. Yeah, like, I think I figured out Jenkins, though, in fantasy, every second game he plays good. So he's, he's, you might as well bench him next week. Okay, but noted. The week, the week after he's going to play well. Yeah. I love how the players got caught in hail. Oh, shit, yeah, because <laughs> they started the... hailing at the end. Yeah, dude, I mean, it. Uh, I remember that storm here in Joburg. It pissed. The weather's always a little bit worse in Pretoria. Um, like, it really goes balls to the wall. Uh, Centurions, there's a lot of dynamite in the ground. There's, there's more lightning um, and stuff. Fun fact, Centurion has a lot more lightning strikes than, than most places in the world. That's science, Dolomite. Science. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> well, I just dropped the fact. But yeah, the Sharks seem to be lacking a bit of mojo. I'm very really glad I don't have Kerwin Bosch on my team. Didn't, didn't do so great. Yeah, I think I, they're awesome. Ben, have, I mean, Adam, having... I'm trying to think 
actually like why because on paper the shark box are maybe <sighs> the best side like yeah they're missing fussy though it's a lot of go forward a lot of threats um and my pimpy it's so weird i like how you complain about Cohen bosch you see mornay stain sitting on minus three but he was off the bench wasn't he no stain started oh he started what happened fuck that knows i think he went off yeah, fuck. Uh, no, but I No, I he stayed the on the way. Yeah, he was on the whole time. He just did nothing. Well, whatever, it worked. <laughs> you should do nothing next week as well. Yeah, dropping it. No, fuck. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because the Sharks. Because even when you look at the individuals, you're like, no one played particularly badly. Mm. But yeah, they just don't. I don't know. Maybe the maybe Bulls a... just have their number at the moment. Well, look, maybe it was cause... that classic wet weather conditions that the Sharks are, you know, notoriously good at. Oh. Yeah, but maybe they, they, they were training all week for dry weather. Yeah, and then, oh well, it rained. Oh, no, weird, me. weird. Because it's, yeah, uh, although. Yeah, they scored a try. So it wasn't even like they lost the game slowly, but yeah, they scored a try late in the game and just lost the plot. Don't know. Yeah, because Bosch, because uh, it was it was nine fourteen or something, nine seventeen. Yeah. But they 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 let the Bulls score two quick tries, and then they let the Bulls score like another two quick tries, and then another two quick tries. So, so th- what you're saying is the bull the Bulls score tries in pairs. So if you let one through, you fuck because there's a second one coming. Yeah, basically the first try is worth 14 effectively. So yeah, yeah any any coaches listening, prevent the first try because the second one's inevitable. There we go. Sound sound advice from Ben. Coach, yep. if you want to win rugby, don't let the other team score tries against you. Yeah, well then no, but it's not it's not just that. It's kind of like Jason Jenkins. Like you got to prevent the first try, the third try, the fifth try. Ah, so yes. And then the, yeah. the second, the second, fourth, and sixth won't materialize. Yeah. So basically, if you want to, you know, if you want to, if you want to stop two, you have to stop one. If you want to stop four, you have to stop three. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Adam, you still there, or did you pull the plug on the episode? No, no, I didn't pull the plug on the episode. I was just uh, sorry. I was getting the matter uh, on my phone. Um. Let's look at Phil's Bok barometer very quickly. Um, so we'll start off with 15. He's got the, Clayton Blomikis. The man with the hair. Well, Salant um, hasn't been playing terribly, but yeah, Blomikis has been very good. So I think Blomikis has better stats than Galant going forward right now. Just I think if you just base it purely on values like stats i think blomikis has outperformed Gelant a bit and they've both got two yeah. games under the belt as well so it's fairly fair to compare nice yeah what else? 14 uh we've got neil moritz no top try scorer uh, of the <laughs> top try scorer of the tournament so far is not it's not a bad shot. Yeah, He's and also apparently Kobani Baba cannot pronounce his name correctly. No, well, he called, he called him like Neil Murray for 
most of the match, especially after Neil Murray oh, came on for Eddie Fushia. The 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 standard commentary at the moment, great. We, I, like I don't know, maybe, maybe these Oaks have a lot of like golf days to attend or whatever during the week. But Chief mm-hmm. is like, come on, like learn the guys' names. Like, Especially if the Oaks scored fucking three tries from th- four games or four tries from three games. Sorry. Like, no, no, but no, but but uh, but I mean, okay. So say say the Pumas are playing the the Stormers, okay? Yeah. He, he, this isn't like the World Cup Romania playing Russia or whatever where you have to learn a whole set of names and they all have like seven consonants in a row. Yeah. It's like, no. Okay, so straight away he knows the Stormers. He's got 15 names for free there. 23 names for free, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then chances are he probably knows half the Pumas already. So he has to learn about six names. And he can't be fucked to do that? Yeah. Oh, that irritates me a bit. Like. Mm. Um... 13, Wayne van der Bank. Man, he had a very good day. Yeah, he did have a good the day. Stormers. Yeah, he scored a try, two assists. I, I I think he's more of a 12, so it feels cheesy a little bit. Yeah. Um, if it, but yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah, I think he's, if you look at his weekend, his score from the weekend, 69. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at 12, we have uh, Frank Stone. Not a bad he, he's yeah. taken a more, um, oh, what would you, like a subtle role now. Yeah, he's not been, I think he, uh, that might just be his, his cardio, cardio load. Just, he has to play more subtly because he can't play yeah, his full, full, full front stain for 80 minutes. So if you want to no, get, no, but... if you want to get 30 plus minutes, you have to ask for subtle stain. <laughs> But I don't know. Like, like I quite like it. He sort of he's 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 refined himself a bit. Like, you know, because he used to be very like, you know, big runs, those massive kicks. Like, you know, like every time he touched the ball, it was super high impact. But you know, like it was kind of like a like a high risk, high reward sort of thing. But now, like he's just you know he's consolidated. He's conserved himself. He's Positive plays, but not massively positive. And lots of tackles, as yep. well as Phil noted here. Uh, 11, Roscoe Speckman. He's yeah. continuing where, as Phil said, left off after the Bulls. Um, yeah, I guess good for him for leaving the Bulls. But he has been fantastic, as always. 10, Alton Yankees. Uh, he probably has been a standout, pretty much 10, in, a, in what Phil said is a noticeably poor Lions team. He, ha- he has been very yeah. good. Uh, I, I think, retrospectively, once Alton retires, um, his reputation will grow time. Time will be kind in him, actually. Nine. So. He deserves it. More than Van den Berg. After replacing Dylan Schmidt, uh, he's been very good uh, as Yo, well. Mark, but the actual game you replaced Dylan Schmidt, I thought he was terrible. But yeah. he, really, uh, he looked a bit slow. I, I don't know. This is, this is Full's bot barometer. Uh, Full is a Lions fan. So maybe he's a bit biased. Yeah, uh, so you see, not. obviously, the obvious call is Zach Berger at number nine for. Yeah, for the box. That's a good call. Mallet alone. Yeah, yeah, Mallet exactly. Alone. He's been good though. Well, yeah, he's well, been quite they, good. They can, think how well, think how well fucked with his hair. Like exactly. Zach Berger's like. Yeah. Um, at eight you got Jasper Visser, who is unfortunately going to Leicester, so he's played uh, his last game for the Cheetahs. So he's been he has overshared or done for me. I got to go soon, so I'm just going to quickly run through these names. Yeah. Uh, you got Jean Rudolph, who's been very very good for, for the Pumas at seven. Six is gone. 
well, good from stardom. He has been actually very good. He's yeah, like, he was massive, he was massive this weekend. Look up. Yeah, I Look feel up. like he's a flat, flat track bully. He's great super level, but hasn't quite cracked it in international level. But he hasn't got a lot of chances. Oh, like, the defenses are tight and stuff. Like, I don't mm. think anyone plays like from stardom plays. That's true. Like at international level, like you can't. Maybe Adi Severe, but he's he's like the exception that breaks the rule. Um, they get the five Carl Vechner, the old looking man of the Cheetah second row. He's been a workhorse. Uh, Jason Jenkins at four. He has been very good, but as Bill said, he peaks and then chills one game after the other. And then you're looking at a box front row. We'll start with one. Steven Ketzloff, yeah, after one game, you just know how good he is. So that's who he called um, at tight head. And then you get Bongi at two. And then Trevor at three at, at loose head. No, Steven's at loose head. Excuse me. Trevor Nikani as a tight head. And then Bongi at two. Medal admissions Malcolm Yar, uh, Pokemeda, Hans, Stephen Hans has been okay. Pretorius and Williams. Devin Williams. I'm also saying Devin. Ox, but yeah, shame. Ox suck, it yeah. sucks for Ox that Steven exists. Yeah, Ox is good. Um, well, it's, it's it, in all fairness, it sucked it suck for kids off that Beast existed. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, Lucid is just a cursed position because the best player in the world <laughs> yeah. is just playing ahead of you yeah. if, if, as you yeah, peak. It, it, it is like it's like like South, that that South African number one jersey. It's like a ten year dynasty. Like it's awesome. It is beast. Now it'll be kids after twenty twenty seven. And then it'll be <laughs> and then it'll be Ox. I like how we yeah, then... you've you've also gotta have like Kitsov is the sort of breaking the trend by not having a cool nickname as well. He's spicy pomegranate. Oh that's not as cool as like Ox. Os Beast. Yeah, you know, you know you need that a good scrumming name. Sounds oh. like um the, the Kung Fu Masters from Kung Fu Panda. Master Ox. Yeah. Master Bear. This and that. Okay, I gotta go. Chaps. Cool. Thanks. Thanks very we, much. We can, we can actually, I think it's a happy one to call. Yeah, it's fair Okay. No, well, well, I guess we'll call, we'll call it there. Um, so yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening to Idiot Rabbi Banter. Sorry for the hard stop. Uh, we will be back next week, as noted. Alex is fighting the triple front war of a holiday, too much work, and his crawling child. So he's going to t- he's going to take an extended sabbatical like I did earlier this year. So he'll be back later towards the, late, the end of the year, uh, maybe early next year. We'll just find out from him as well. Um, we, he, policy's keeping him busy in Cape Town, apparently. We're not sure. Uh, ben, thank you very much for joining us. I hope you don't cut yourself or maim yourself in any other way. Thanks. Yeah, um, I hope I don't cut or maim myself either. So that's that's something I'll go into the week. Good call. Yeah. Just don't do a Mark Boucher. Like, slice your finger. Open with with a, I know that was a we'll cricket stunt, but he also cut himself with a bolt on half yard. Uh, Matt, thanks very much. Thank a safe you. drive thanks. back to Cape Town. Yeah. Ben, and, I just want to uh, know yeah. how's your Chris Pi Five, um, Chris Pi Five, uh, delivery system going right now? Has has your high five been cut in half, or is it? Yeah, it's my right hand. It's my Ooh. right hand as well. Ooh, so, so that's no, like I'm a seventy five percent dip in high fiving. No, like. You know, like I was actually, I actually, fuck, I, I wanted to high five in the office today because we put through this massive, like, like investment license thing, which is like, honestly, I, I did like 200 odd pages of paperwork to get this thing through. And it finally came through today. And I felt like I should have high fived, but I didn't. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Adam. I just wanted to check in on high five levels. No, no, but I reckon I'll be all right by. I think I, I could tend to high five this time next week. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. See you next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers.